What's up, everybody? Welcome to Look Who's Talking Mao. I am your host, Chris Mowry, and joining me today are the fellows from Wednesday Night Drinking Practice, Clint Hoffmeyer. Hello. And Matt Toddy. Hi. How are you guys doing? doing Good. Thanks oh, for having oh. us over. <laughs> over to your house. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. The yeah. lovely studio you have. <laughs> I, I wanted today to be like a little bit of an intro show, um, what people can expect from the show. Um, I'm an entertainment junkie, so it's going to be movies, music, uh, sports, video games, um, local food. Because I think local food sort of an entertainment, or food in general sort of an entertainment food thing. Food is definitely an entertainment. Yeah, I'm entertained by food. Sure. Um, so, you know, through that and there. Uh, uh, so we're going to be talking about movies uh, with the award season in our rearview mirror. We are going to discuss our favorite movies from the past year, uh, calendar year. It could be, you could have maybe just seen this movie last year, so it could be older. I was wondering. Yeah, so, was, yeah. so that, you know, it could be like, oh, this movie came out a couple years ago, but hey... <laughs> that was a good film, and you guys should watch it. For my first episode, I wanted to talk to you, have you guys on, because uh, I'm sort of spinning off from Wednesday night. Yeah, practice. Yeah. We're so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're our little Chachi. Yeah. <laughs> where? Speaking of which, where is Little Shy? Where has he been? Little Shy is returning soon. Okay. Yeah. The We're in the works. Better. Yeah. He's been traveling the world and making movies and going to school. Uh, oh, yeah. There's that. He's they're so adventurous when they're young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he uh, recently did uh, reach out to me that he will be returning soon. That's great. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I'm sure he'll uh, he may have his own little spinoff situation happening. I'm sure. One of these days, yeah. I think I would hope so. Me too. I like that. I like that little little shy. Yeah, radar. little shy on the mic. Already a little shy on the mic. He's I mean, a pain in there the it ass. is. But um, since you guys are starting these uh, spinoffs and starting yeah. a uh, a um, podcast network, if yeah. you will, what's, what what are you guys planning to do for Wednesday Night Drinking Practice and Aging House? Ancient House Productions as a whole. Uh, well, is that all right? Yeah, please do. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, <laughs> Ancient House is always uh, foundation-wise. The first thing is that I'm always uh, helping artists find a place to do you do video and audio production. Uh, but a, a section of it is going to be podcast and music. Uh, I've used Ancient House Productions on about ten different band projects it's been going on for a long time but we uh phase two of our wndp because we like that marvel money oh yeah <laughs> gotta uh, get, we got a franchise <clears throat> is to start breaking off yeah we need our ant-man uh <laughs> get some more you're our first going. ant-man chris <laughs> that's good i like that but uh we can't release all the information just yet because it's not all out, but uh, right. there's four or five in the works right now, and I'm hoping Belicia Scanducci is We're definitely one that's going to be coming up. We had a meeting about it. I, it's Fantastic. looking good. That's good. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and we're, of course, very excited about your show. Oh, well, thank you. I'm very excited to be doing it. Yay. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to add to that, or you uh, ditto? Oh, well... <laughs> You know, ditto. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think that with with WNDP uh, being under the being under the, the the house of ancient house is that how we call it? Sure, we're in the, we're, the in the, we're all in the house. We're breaking that out now, but that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to fill it up. I think that uh, working as an arm to be able to move podcasts from just like you know. We do have about three hours of a show there that happen, so uh, it's nice to have uh, really talented people come on and develop uh, their identity or develop a voice on it, and then be able to carry that away from it. Uh, I think we just we get really excited when doing that. So I think that'll continue mm -hmm. uh, as as new podcasts pop up, new guests, uh, new hosts will appear. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's good. Well, let's get let's dive into this let's dive into this film thing. Oh, uh, but I want to I want to start with something that's kind of important deep end. to yeah right into the deep end. It's this is uh, a franchise that's important to all three of us, and I would like to get your thoughts on Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Pow! Just right off the bat. yeah. Just we're just gonna dive into that, and then we can get into the rest of it. But I just wanna I just I just need to know what what your what you feel about it, how you feel about it. I mean, uh, spoilers, by the way, I'm sure there's going to be some spoilers here. So if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, go ahead and skip this part. Well, this review is definitely a spoiler. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> two fucking thumbs up, man. Like straight up, two thumbs up. Like I, I, I'm insane about it. Love it. Absolutely love it. 
all about it. I am. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, I'm down with tearing the old ideas down. I'm down with some new things going forward. I'm down with. I'm down with shit getting weird and crazy too. I'm. I'm very much. Down I'm in for it. Weird. And I'm crazy. in it. I, I buy the universe. I have uh, watched it several times, and I'm really just sick and tired of the problems people have with the movie. The ongoing, oh. well, Carrie Fisher what, died, so why didn't they uh, just, just kill her just, off? Just offer when you had the chance. Because that's not staying true to the script yeah. and uh, the story. And I think the film, as I've watched it over and over again, is a testament to the fans yeah. to relax and remember what those original films did for us Absolutely. And, and enjoyed them. I think, I think with so much, there's a lot of media that was going into the movie. I think they just did a poor job of explaining sort of like, especially when Carrie died, explaining what that was like or what was going on there. Like they weren't like, Oh yeah, she's in the entire movie. Like we did all this stuff. It was like, Oh yeah, she's in there. Yeah. And you're like, uh, what? Okay. Did, how, why? And where and it, how much did she re- like? So there was this right. like weird gray area. So people expected her to die in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And it just became this whole. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's thing. true. That's that was a big thing <laughs> to build up around watching a film. But I mean, that's just smart. That's smart publicity, right there. Yeah. You've got you've got Han Solo dying, you know. So of course you're going to tease that like maybe it's going to happen, maybe it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You'll have to go see the movie so I can have your Marvel money. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I I think uh, and I don't, I don't want to spend all my time talking about people who hate on I don't want to hate on haters, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but really simple. I mean, it, if if anybody out there thinks that somebody that they've never met, somebody that they have nothing in common with, wrote a movie especially for them, how they want their favorite story to go, yeah. y- you're insane. Yeah. Like, come on, just. Just lock into the ride and enjoy it. And if it's done well, like it's done well. Yeah. And and like you just said, uh, a story that would for how they would like it to be. I have a feeling that there's a good large population that would have the same story. Uh, just a pretty much formula. Of, we could probably predict. Uh, we could write a script with just highlights of how a fan really would have wanted that film. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I'm so thankful that we we got something new and creative. There. I, the only thing there was, I'm, I'm gonna need to watch it again. I watched it. I watched it once, but there was like a few things that bothered me. I, I just thought Finn in this movie was not particularly good. Like it just his character just sort of fell flat for me in most of the film. A lot of real cheesy one-liners. Yeah. At first, it does feel like that whole side story is almost like, what do we do with them? Yeah. What What, what are these two supposed to be doing? We didn't freeze them in carbonite, so. Well, uh, we got we got we got to give them something. They got to they got to be doing something during right. That time. Right. And Finn was like a really cool story in the first uh, mm-hmm. in the first movie. So uh, in Force Awakens, so I was hoping in this one they'd sort of continue that, but it just that that whole side thing kind of threw me off. Um, but as a whole, I thought the movie was was good. And I like um, what do you remember what the director's name is? I can't. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. He did brick and Looper? something else. Looper. Yeah, oh, I like Looper. I really liked Looper's Looper. Great. Like I thought that was solid. The uh, remake to Time Cop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The le- <laughs> the lesser Time Cop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be serious here, people. <laughs> now I don't know if you guys know this, but there's some rumor flying around that came out in the last couple of days that this could be an interesting topic. Uh, that in the next Star Wars film, it was going to be more of Princess Leia's. Uh, Story, you know, each oh really each film has gotten mm. the prime one primary character, and that they have are talking about replacing her. I and there is the rumor of Meryl uh, Streep, and the and I looked into this because at first I'm like, really, you're just gonna have Meryl Streep? Is this do April it? Fools? I mean, come on. No, this was that a couple was, days before that. Yeah. Okay, I checked, but uh, I checked. Uh, she did postcards from the edge with Shirley yeah. MacLaine in the late eighties, mm-hmm. and that was loosely based off of Carrie Fisher's life. And apparently, right. Mary, Meryl Streep hung out with Carrie Fisher quite a bit. Yeah, they were friends to get to know. So, hmm. interesting. What do we think of that? Well, uh, really talking about tearing down old ideas. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what if she could may just be your cousin or something? If it was like, <laughs> if it was anyone else, I would say that that is just the worst idea and don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But Meryl Streep, though, mm. I'm more into the idea. Or what about Andy Serkis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're doing amazing win. things with that's motion capture nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's 
Do you remember when the Duke boys, like, uh, they ran the course of the Duke boys and they tried to uh, reinvent them with their cousins coming and they had two different actors came? That's what I'm talking about. That's what you do with Meryl Streep. This isn't, this is a wrangling. (laughs) I think Andy Serkis could do it. Yeah. Just, you know, pitch his voice a little. I think he could, I think he could nail it. He can play every role. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, All right, let's get into, let's get into these movies that we, we saw this past year that, um. That you really enjoyed, or um, yeah, that you let's start with the ones that you enjoyed. <laughs> what, uh, go, go ahead, oh, shit. try to find, oh, did see, Walt, well, see, I can, I, I can go the other way. I, all this time for uh, lately, for the last year and a half, I have not, I've been watching a lot less films. Uh, I watch a lot of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks. So well, if you want go. to talk about Future Force, Future Force was great. <laughs> Just magic. But the one film that did stick out in my head, I can't ever remember the title of it, and you reminded me a little bit earlier, oh. was... Uh, Free Fire. Free, Free Fire, yeah. Free Fire was really cool. Oh, Free Fire. That was the the, the heist gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. All took the place warehouse. in a one, one, like one, one st- set. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's Ben Wheatley, I think, is the director. Hmm. Uh, he's British, and he does a lot of genre movies. So this was sort of like him getting out of that. Like he did this movie, Kill List, which was about an assassin that like gets mixed up with a weird cult type situation. It's very brutal and very weird. Is it good? Is um, it like Dragnet? Sure. Then? Like it's it's one of those movies that when I like people are raving about it, it's like one of those indie movies that people are like oh it's amazing and it when like Toronto Film Fest or like the horror movie festival type things it always was mm-hmm. up for those awards, um, and it was fine because like the violence is pretty like shocking and stuff but the ending just made me go huh like I don't really know what happened there and okay. I don't don't know how I was supposed to take it or you know that but he also did uh, um. A field, uh, a field in England, I believe it's called. It's like a really trippy. It's like a psychedelic horror movie that takes place in a field in England, um, in like pilgrimy times. Whoa! Hmm. Yeah, that and it's very weird, and like everybody thinks the time when just pooping was scary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like period piece that's, horror. That's, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's all in black and white. It's really trippy and weird. Uh, so, you know, do what you need to do to enjoy that movie hmm. uh, to its fullest. But um, it's uh, he's done really interesting stuff. And then Free Fire is like, oh, there's all these really, you know, pretty well-known actors and actresses yeah. in that movie. Uh, I thought that's the first time I was like, oh, Army Hammer's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Army Hammer's really funny in that movie. Uh, Actually, that Guy uh, Ritchie film uh, remake he did. <laughs> I know that doesn't narrow it down, but uh, The Man from U.N.C.L.E. Yeah. That he did with Superman. That was fucking brutal. I actually liked that movie a lot. That was not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, you know, a, a play on the 70s. Uh, but that was like, I mean, that was hardcore brutal. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're like punching through faces. See, that's like, what I want. Like I want breaking. out of my action from yeah. now on is period piece action. Yeah. Like, I want to get away from cell phones and, and computers. I need to check that out. I, I mean, they to, just make movies shorter. Yeah, it was Michael. good. Uh, <laughs> But like Charto Copley's in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the guy that I can't think of his name now? He's in Twenty Eight Days Later and Sunshine. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. Oh, we yes. discussed what his first yeah. name really is. Is it Killian? Killian. Cillian? Maybe it's Killian. Uh, I yeah. think it's Cillian. Okay, we'll go with Cillian. Let's go with that. Three Cillian. Cillian. Yeah, Cillian. Cillian. All right, three uh, orange whips, <laughs> and it passes. Well, <laughs> I think I think really uh, after being prodded into watching Free Fire. Uh, it wasn't until about 45 minutes in that I was like, oh, okay, so we're not going. So, like, this isn't the heist going bad, and we're going to, like, you know, go from here. Like, this is, this is, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because yeah. really, like, for, and to be honest, like, I had that anticipation for the first 45 minutes, which I guess is a good thing, because how often do you get that in a movie? Yeah. Uh, of the, like, all right, okay, you can move on from this scene. All right. Okay, I no, guess build, I guess I guess you'll, de- you'll develop the characters right now. We're still in the Time warehouse, and I'm a- yeah. sorry, everybody. I was just looking at my non-watched arm, like there's something there. Uh, you know, physical a, uh, uh, clock ticking. Nothing works better on a podcast than physical humor. It's the best. That's the way to go. But yeah, after realizing that, yeah, I dug the shit out. To me, it's like one of the better like action movies I've seen in a in a while. Even though it's just. It's basically a stationary gunfight. Yeah. Like in but it's really funny. I, I think the 
the comedic aspect of that movie was sort of like not sent out in the marketing, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's a really, really funny movie. Yeah. Which it I is. guess action movies are now. Like action movies are just, there has to be some comedy in it or else it's. Hey, I mean, well, yeah, we grew up with, side- of course it is right now. I mean, yeah. we grew up with the one-liners, like, yeah. sidekick you know, humor. Exactly. Yeah. If uh, When now more than ever, uh-huh. except for, you know, the late 80s and mid 80s. But yeah, and then the early 90s. But, <laughs> but I mean, you're talking about solid action. And if I could just jump in with uh, like what I just an action I absolutely just freaking love this year Atomic Blonde oh, was yeah. just out freaking standing. That's the I other mean, movie that's, I saw. That was, yeah. That's the other one movie you saw? No, I, I mean, that was uh, immediately when you uh, asked about favorite movie of the year, and I was like, oh, does he mean when I watch, or does he mean from January? Because I was like, if it's if it's a solo last year, like, Atomic Blonde, like, yeah, absolutely. freaking outstanding. Uh, like, and that's uh, um, Charlize Theron mm-hmm. and, um, what's his name? Uh, James Malkavoy. Yeah. yeah. McAvoy? Malkavoy? Yeah. McAvoy. 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 And it's directed, Malcovich, I can't remember McAvoy. his name, but it's directed by the uncredited director of John Wick, who, who directed most of John Wick, and I think there was some kind of creative issue there, and then somebody else stepped in and got the credit. Yeah. But, what? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know the deets, but you may look into it. But Atomic Blonde, badass. I want that to be a franchise. I, I want people to stop talking about the idea that we need, Bond needs to be a woman. We, we don't need to put... We don't need to regender roles that already are out there. Like this is a real story. This is a this is a new character. This like we need that franchise. Absolutely. We need we need the female kick-ass superhero that is her own story that isn't just a male story with uh, different genitalia. It, that doesn't it doesn't work. It, it doesn't. It, it it's it's aggravating when they do that. Like take a take some fucking effort and make a story. And with Atomic Blonde, I mean. There's some I want to see that, that character thing. again. Yeah. I want to yeah. see. I want to see that whole thing happen again. And like my thing with a, a time, a period piece of an action film, like yeah, the the 80s. whole Berlin Wall oh, yeah. backdrop there. And oh man, I did. It was like they did tastefulness with the songs. Like they could have been Absolutely. really cheesy about putting it in its time frame, but mm-hmm. they took an original aspect with those tunes. I thought. I agree. Love that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how'd you guys? How'd you guys feel about Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I saw more movies than I thought. Yeah, I, I thought you might have. Uh, Matt? I didn't see you it. haven't seen it yet. I didn't see oh, it. Dude. Well, we're not... We're not yeah. So obviously, if you haven't seen it, we're not going to spoil it. Well, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. You, you, you're not going to spoil anything. Look, there was a scene where there was like... It was long and there was like ambient music. Oh, no shit. And like with one shot, you know? It was amazing. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. That movie was outstanding. Yeah. And... I don't want to get into details, but I was a little... The, when I saw it in the theaters, I, I, I may have overdone it beforehand. And I was just kind of freaked out for half of the movie. Uh, <laughs> got it at home. Man, loved it. Yeah. Thought it was great. I, I, I also enjoyed it. I thought the, um, without spoiling it, the payoff at the end was very good. Yeah. Um, and also, if you haven't seen this movie, make sure you see the first movie, because if you don't, it doesn't make any sense what's happening at all. Right. So that's that's something is like with sequels that are usually that far apart, they kind of make it stand on its own without that. But I don't think the movie makes sense without seeing the first movie at all. And if you've seen the original movie and don't like it, you may actually really like this one. <laughs> I mean, it does have that dreamy, sexy leading man, mm-hmm. Edward James Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me some almost. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't really? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, I, th- I thought that was really great. Um, a movie you've seen, I know, Mother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what'd you, uh, I guess there was a very, um, uh, I guess, controversial movie yeah. that uh, people were all upset about. There's people like walking out of the theater and stuff for, which I didn't quite, I I guess I get it a little bit, but I, I don't know. I guess I'm an Aronofsky fan and enjoyed the, uh, this movie is uncomfortable to watch. And yeah, like, I it is. enjoy that. Especially uh, when there's like a, it leads to something. 
Yeah. Did you, you see know? it? I didn't it's like see it on purpose. I was really excited about it because when I had first seen the trailer, I think I showed it to you, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ah, look, we got like a '70s style low budget horror film that's like in, with, that Darren's doing, so this is going to be great." Yeah. And it has that aspect, mm-hmm. but it it does take a twist of strange turns, and they are uncom- uncomfortable at first to watch. Yeah. Uh, and but there's an overall point to the whole film that I I just really love. And yeah. I think it was delivered. Very cool. Yeah, it's a a lot of really surreal stuff starts happening. Mm -hmm. You're like this. I don't quite understand what's happening, but I'm I'm already in it. So here we go. Yeah. Um, Something about that movie is like a just a like a tension the whole time. uh, That is. uh, There's another movie that came out last year, um, uh, Good Time, that also did that, uh, where you're just you can't breathe through half the movie. Wow. Just trying to catch up and that movie it's mostly the soundtrack that's driving you um whereas in mother it's a um just the way it's shot it's like very very close to everybody mm-hmm. like all the camera mm-hmm. angles are right next to people's faces and just you're feeling everybody's like just everything's getting very uneasy here yeah um but uh, a good time was probably the movie i think about the most that i watched last year um it's got robert pattinson in it um and oh, right. the director um, plays the brother in it, which I, Robert Pattinson was getting a lot of praise about how great of, great he is in it, which he is. But the brother, who's one of the directors and writers, is like he steals the movie for me. Uh, but it's really really good. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, but it's definitely it's like a tension crime thriller that does not like let you go at all. Like you once the movie starts, you were on that ride the whole time. Um, and it's uh. Robert Pattinson uh, plays like this, like kind of two bit crook, and his brother is handicapped. And he takes his brother to uh, go pull this job, and everything goes mm-hmm. sideways. But it's just like it's got this, like, kind of synthy, like, um, almost like the whole movie should just be neon colored, like, soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's one of the better movies that I saw last year. And it's. Uh, Apparently at Cannes, it got a six-minute standing ovation as soon as it ended, which is a pretty big deal for, like, a crime thriller. Like, I don't think that's hmm. usually what Cannes is, like, you know, cheering for. They're usually like, oh, well, Phantom Thread was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Phantom Thread, uh, you know, I should be talking about that right now because I'm a huge P.T. Anderson fan, and I... I just don't go see anything that's dramatic or sad or anymore, and I feel terrible because I used to be able to fall asleep watching, you know, Requiem for a Dream and sleep like a baby. No big deal. Same. That's that's but not healthy. The world has kind of done a twist on me where there's like all this shit out in the real world. So at home, all I want to do is just you know watch robots make fun of movies. Yeah, yeah. my my uh, yeah. my pass out movies there for a while were like Requiem, A Scanner Darkly, and The Fountain. I'm gonna move my chair back a couple <laughs> of inches. Chris, where do you fall with Marvel movies? I like I like them a lot. Um, I especially like the last last few I saw. Thor was really good, um, and actually on my list here was Guardians of the Galaxy two. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. was really really good. I didn't think it was gonna be um, as good as the first one. I think it might be a little better than the first one. Hmm. Um, just like emotional punch wise, mm-hmm. uh, they really hit you in the. In the feels, real hard. Oh, like really hard. Swift kick, right in the feels. But I mean, it's Kurt Russell. So yeah, I was gonna it say automatically. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the first one, and then I I watched it again. I was like, yeah, okay, I like this. And then yeah. I watched the second one. I'm like, yeah, I like this. I think it's about the same as the first, but I'm probably more uh, leaning towards the second because of those big baby blues that Absolutely. Mr. Kurt Russell, oh, even yeah. at age 61 or whatever <laughs> he is, still have. Do you love him. Do you, know what, do you know Love what I'm it. talking about though with the feels at the near the end of that movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they kind of they, oh, get they you. yeah. It's a it's a punch. Yeah, you're like, oh wait, I was whoa whoa. I didn't I know we were gonna get this deep all of a sudden. Ooh, wow, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> so what about uh, the Avengers then? Um, I I mean I'm gonna go see it for sure. Um, I just I don't know. I don't know. I still haven't seen Black Panther though, so that's. Uh, I just haven't been enticed, really, really wanted to go to the theater in a while. I think, honestly, this this comes back to the Motley crew. 
Skid Row War conversation of earlier, where uh, I, I think we've gotten to a point with Marvel movies where really all of us, everybody, like we just kind of got to accept like what it's going to be. Like you just got to kind of be like, yep, that's about as good as it's going to be. I enjoyed it. But I usually enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to hate it, to right. be honest with you, but I right. can't because I watch them night after night. Well, yeah, yeah. They're like, they're really well-made superhero movies, which as like hey, DC can tell you, that's not easy well. to do. Actually, they yeah. did the best that they could ever have done and uh, well, will never reach that uh, peak again. Right. Oh, I'm it, talking but, about of, of recent yeah. years. Because you're, you're talking about DC. I mean, DC is, it's, DC has dropped it. It's gone. Like they, they, yeah, they, just, they hosed it beyond. They tried to go for a look, and there's a treatment that they want that all of their films to look like, and it's so awful. Yeah, the the treatment alone just angers me to no yeah, end. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Uh, and we had the argument before about how you hate Ben Affleck, and I didn't think Ben Affleck was a terrible Batman, but you, uh, you. Uh, I got angry. You got very mad at me. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to get so angry at you. It's just more of the idea that it's just that. But you know, honestly, I, I can who's say your that. Num- who's your number one? Uh, hold on. I, I, I can honestly say though that Ben Affleck is is the Batman that the current DC universe deserves. I'll, I'll say that. Um, yeah. Whoever that's a dig at, I'll let you pick through it. Uh, uh, favorite. Uh, Batman. Favorite Batman is Michael Keaton. Mm. Same. Uh, second, Adam West. Third, Christian Bale. I'm going with Christian Bale all the way. I didn't yeah. know we were doing a who's the best Batman. I didn't but... either. It just kind of came to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale. The the holy trilogy of Batman just reigns above everything else. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. And yeah. if there is any yeah. future to Batman, if I was a Hollywood money producer, Absolutely. I'd be like... Ferris Bueller's Day Off too, and <laughs> and have Tim Burton get back together with Michael Keaton and make an old man Batman. Oh, do, do, well, Bat- Batman do Batman Do Batman Beyond right now? Whatever. Oh my God! Batman with, Beyond would be cool if they did. Um, the Dark the the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, yeah, comic that's what. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 that'd be a good one. But it would throw everybody. People would get all mad because there's a girl Robin in that comic book. That was. I think in Tim the Burton 80s. should pull his head that'd out of his awesome, ass and make a sequel though. to Batman Returns. Oh, wouldn't that be fucking great? Well, he was supposed to do that Superman movie that never happened. Well, that's fine. There's a documentary about that, though. <laughs> I need to watch. I need to watch that because uh, it was um, okay. it was Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Superman in a in a fiber optic. Uh, but he's doing it. Suit. He's oh, doing Jesus. it in Titans now. The Titans uh, live oh, action shit. Titans. <clears throat> Teen Titans. Oh, Teen Titans. He's yeah. doing that. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's being Superman. <laughs> For real? Yeah, we're actually repeating content right now, just so you know. <laughs> hey, crossover. Cross- oh, crossover. crossovers. Yeah. Crossover episode. Hey, you know your cousin that lives out there with Richie Cunningham? <laughs> um, so so speaking of uh, superhero movies, did either of you see Logan? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That didn't yeah. come out in the last year, did it? Did it really? Yeah, last year, yeah. Does that count? Oh, I love that, that movie. Yeah. Wow. yeah, Logan yeah, was fantastic. Totally. It was great. Yeah. Um, I ended up watching the uh, noir version, which is the whole movie is just in black and white, which oh, apparently they wanted nice. to also do. It was like the same thing I that get my hands Mad on Max. That. The same thing that Mad yeah. Max did. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that movie, I rewatched it recently, and I was like, man, this fucking movie is good. And I didn't love it the first time I saw it. Which one are we talking about again? Logan. Logan, yeah. okay. Because yeah. Bad Max got thrown in there, so I was just making yeah, sure. Well, because they both did the black yeah. and white thing. And Logan's kind of got some moments where I felt Mad Max. Oh, you mean because like, everything's bleak and over with? Well, that, <laughs> but the the fir- that first uh, car chase yeah. that oh, yeah. happens yeah. when they're they're escaping their uh, farm lair. The way they, oh, man, they handle so uh, uh, Professor Xavier in that movie yeah. is just... Patrick Stewart did great. Yeah, best. he did. Oh my god, that movie's so good. It's a good storyline. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. It's great execution. For, and, and, it's, and it's supposed to be Hugh Jackman's farewell Wolverine. Probably. But it did you so well, think. he's probably well, going to do it. Marvel money. Well, now, you, yeah, because you, they just... You talked to me. Newsline Cinema. You talked to me. They bought Marvel Fox. Money. Oh, Fox, I mean, not New York uh, Cinema. But uh, Marvel just bought, or is in talks to buy... I'm still confused on if it actually happened or not, but they bought Fox. They bought um, the the rights to do the um, the X Men and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to get even bigger here in a second. Oh, wow! Interesting. So at the end of Avengers uh, four, 
Uh, there'll be a after the credit scene where Patrick Stewart wheels in and like uh, he's like <sighs> Captain America. So I need to talk to you, and it's like, Dum! like all oh, the X Men are coming. That'd be cool. <laughs> Why not? Galaxy Gardens of the Galaxy are hanging out with Captain America. <laughs> yeah, they're just blending everything just throw in. It all just, in. Just, yeah. We'll finally get to a movie where there are no extras anymore. There's no side characters. Right, right. Or just everybody is a superhero in the movie. Now, there's been two films that uh, the Fox uh, crossover has happened. Uh, oh, um, well, Avengers... Uh, in, uh, what was the second one? What are we talking about? Day, uh, days of... Uh, Futures Past? No, no, no. The second Avengers. Uh, the second Avengers. Age of Ultron. Oh, Age of Ultron. Oh, I uh, I did, who, like who's the one. guy that runs fast? The Flash? Oh, so, uh, that character's all... No. <laughs> DC. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, oh, Jesus. Is it... Quick, Quicksilver. 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 I wanted to say Silver Streak, but I was like, that that's a movie. Yeah, well, they covered them in, new, in the X-Men. Right, yeah, and he, so there, there is a crossover. And then there's the Deadpool uh, crossover with the had some X-Men characters. Yes. Yeah, but they only could get a couple of them. Right. And they very cleverly <laughs> covered that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excited for that for that new movie too. Yeah, yeah. Cool too. Oh, oh you throw Josh. See, that's the other thing. You throw Josh Brolin into both of these films. Done. I'm in 100. percent Absolutely done. Yeah, he looks. Hit, Thanos looks a little funny, but it's yeah. It is what it is. It's you know it's Thanos. It's what it, yeah. <laughs> How are you going to make a giant like all powerful being look good? Um, did you guys see Get Out? Perchance. Yeah. Would you? No, I didn't. What'd see you, I loved Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to stay in. <laughs> okay. Um, the the something that like kind of surprised me this year uh, with um, Oscars and stuff. Um, Logan was nominated for best original screenplay or best adap- uh, adaptation because it came from a comic book. Oh, that's right. And Get Out won um, uh, best original screenplay, which or yeah. it's starting to like. Before it was like, oh well, a comic book movie is never going to win anything at a you know, big mm-hmm. award show like this. And now it kind of seems like it's sort of shifting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they're just being a lot more open about it. And it's like, oh, a horror movie just won Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. A horror thriller won Best Original Screenplay. That just seems like maybe they're not as uh, shitty as they used to be, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Or maybe next maybe year it's, it's going to be worse. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they're going <laughs> to just shittier. not enough good things. To not, you know what? Uh, we're not making money on, gentlemen. It's it's in the horror franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We will give. Let's give them an award, gentlemen. Did you? Are you a comic money. book guy? Um, I've read some comic books, but not. I'm not. I'm not a, a huge I'm one. Not but deep I dive in there. Uh, My favorite old, comic old is Old Man Logan. Oh yeah, that's um, where that. Pretty that, drastically different yes. from from that. Yeah. Very. I you mean, mean, it was happier. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I mean, the Hulk's kids would have been in this one. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Because oh. they're like, uh, they're they're like. Sort of like cannibals or something. It's very weird. It's a weird comic book. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's pretty badass. Though. I mean, my favorite comic book when I was a kid was Batman versus Predator. There was three series of it, hmm. um, and they're just gross and bloody, gory awesomeness. Um, and I was like, "Oh, this is fantastic." I'm sure it's not a great comic book, but as a child, I was like, "This is great." They're saying fuck words in this oh, comic nice. book. Mine was uh, Deathlock. I was I, I love Deathlock. He oh, looked yeah. like uh, Eddie from. Uh, uh, Iron Maiden, uh, they're oh, they're yeah, like yeah. they're yeah. like uh, whatever mascot Eddie, like that's what he looked like, and he was just this like you know military killing machine. So hey, what kid doesn't love that? Right, terrifying. And he had like he would have uh, it was they they had planted his brain in a you know a military cyborg blah blah killing machine. So he would have conversations Classic. with the machine. And it was lots of uh, lots of swear words, lots of lots of the same, you know, lots Some of Tony really Stark like, kind of shit going on. Yeah, like, but it was all going on in his head, and he was losing his mind at the same time. And it it was it was really like it was a really crazy, intense comic book that also came off of the heels of the fact that everything in our childhood was touched by Vietnam. So there's all of this like Vietnam stuff going on with it, and him like coming to inside of a village, like burning it down. Like oh, it, it was a crazy, like amazing, probably something a nine year old shouldn't be reading. But uh, oh, no, it's fine, man. I just ate. I, I saw, ate it up. I saw Killing Fields when I was nine, so um, I think you <laughs> I could handle laugh. it. Wow. <laughs> that probably explains why I like such odd 
movies. And yeah, things. I saw Helter Skelter at the drive-in when I was like three years old. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. That explains a lot. Interesting. <laughs> um, well, speaking of, uh, of terrible movies, um, <laughs> that's a joke. Uh, oh, Helter Skelter? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, uh, it's not a good movie. What was the no. worst movie you saw last year or most disappointing movie oh. you saw last year? Uh, two different movies, or so is that either the same? either it could be it could be like the worst, like you hated it so much because it was so disappointing, or worst or disappointing. It's, it's kind of kind of up to you there. Well, because I I got drunk and accidentally rented the Justice League the other night, and uh, that was Whoops. a real giant. I mean, it made Batman versus Superman look like I don't know two thousand one. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so terrible. And I did I didn't think. Batman v Superman was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, and I just thought that everybody was just piling on top of it. But um, I have no want to see Justice League. Oh, I just, I'm just not gonna see it. <laughs> thought I could riff alone, intoxicated. It's not as fun. No, 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 definitely not. But other than that, I keep my expectations real low. That's good. That's a good way to live. <laughs> Thank I you. don't fail as much that way. <laughs> oh man, uh, God. I know that there were some. I know that there were some real pieces of crap, and I know there were some things that mm. I couldn't like even make it through. Uh, and I, I'm drawing a blank on exactly like movies that made me like, oh, I'm not paying attention. This is boring. This, there's no character development happening, or it's like I'm an hour and a half in. They're introducing five new characters that I'm supposed to give a shit about. Like, fuck off. Uh, but I, I have to say, and. I know Chris is gonna jump my shit on this one, Uh-oh. but uh, what I was like let down by was Annihilation. I oh. got so excited about it, and I really was just I, I I thought that they were trying it was trying for too many things and not flushing any ideas out, and just kind of was a lot of scenes that kind of didn't seem to go together and yeah. made up a movie. I uh. I enjoyed the movie. I also did a lot of like watching of like YouTube breakdown sort of of mm-hmm. what just happened there. Like, okay. You know, like kind of showing also this is like a book series apparently that oh. I was not familiar with. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. And the book is um, obviously it's is a, it a it's a book? movie that came out recently. It came from a book or a comic book. Um, but it uh, apparently does not follow the book very closely at all and just kind of does its own thing. But uh, apparently that's what the writer wanted. He didn't want, just like a direct copy of the book. He wanted it to be its own thing. Um, but it was, for me, it was good, but not like fantastic or anything. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I, I'd be like, yeah, if you're interested in it, go ahead and check it out. Maybe yeah. you like it, but it's not like one that I'd be like, you have to see this movie. What was the Amy Adams um, Arrival? Arrival. I like that one. That, that one's movie really was fantastic. Did that come out last year? Does that count? That came out the year before. Okay, because that, I was going to say, yeah. that was... That movie was outstanding. That was yeah. solid sci-fi. Yeah. That was great sci-fi. I, I thought it was Christopher Nolan directing a remake of Contact. Oh. Ooh. It's not that bad. No, Ooh, but good. No, but, but good. that's like, no, yeah. I, I, think you, I think you're right. That's like what Contact wanted to be. Right. It just massively. It just, just did not. God, I just want to kick that movie until it never shows again. Like, can we, can we get like a 35 millimeter roll of it and I just, just wail on it? Yeah. I uh, the t- two the two that come to mind for me are both also sci-fi related. Um, so maybe it's just sci-fi movies are disappointing sometimes. Uh, oh, that's for sure. Ghost in the Shell was mm. atrocious. Uh, you didn't have to do anything different from what exactly the anime was. You could have just copy and pasted that into like which they did. Like certain scenes are like exactly the same, but just the rest of it, the overall story and stuff is just wrong it's like what they did with um old boy you know where it's like they had a great you're just remaking a movie but you don't have to do anything drastically different like it can be almost the exact same thing and still be great like just a little you know Mm -hmm. it's shot a little differently or whatever but it was awful and then the uh, fight scene was semi-similar yeah yeah like the opening scene is like pretty much the same but there's just it's just they just lose like the main story thread is just not correct and not right 
and Perfect. just awful. I got that from the trailer. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, I was very <laughs> upset about that. And then uh, Valerian, the um, that movie that oh. the guy from Fifth Element, uh, Luke, the director. I, I haven't Luke finished Besson. it. Mm-hmm. I made it through about 60% of it. I made it uh, 10 minutes, and okay. I turned it off. All right. Hmm. I thought nice. I was supposed to understand something that so I shot I kept kept going <laughs> nope. and then I was just like no this is just bad yeah no these ac- these actors are terrible uh, are, are they actors uh were they 14 year olds playing 40 year olds because so, their voices seemed like they were like supposed to be like mature and older but I was like whoa these and I they're, like, they were they're kids. like babies uh so that very first scene where they introduced like I was I was getting through the whole big alien thing at the beginning of like the world's oh. being destroyed. And when then the little avatar people were the little avatar the people with the pearls and such. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, huh. there's a lot of fun stuff to look at right here, but <laughs> I don't know what's going on. This doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And then it cut to the two main characters of the film start talking. And I was like, Nope. nope. <laughs> 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 like, I just couldn't, um, I understand. I couldn't keep going there. I just couldn't. Apparently, couldn't that is that a uh, very awesome comic book. I believe. Yeah, that's uh, my, from a graphic novel. Oh, I'm sorry, my little brother, brother was very excited about it being made into a made into a film. Right, and it's oh, Luke Besson, so you're so like, cute. What am I talking about? He like, wasn't what? excited. He yeah. is more <laughs> pessimistic about these things. He probably told me how it should be made into a really good movie, but I think the optimism was the director. What's his name again? Luke, Luke yeah, Besson. That's where. Why I Fifth Element Lucy it. wasn't bad. That's that Scarlett well, Johansson movie. Lucy. Well, and it's I think cool. I think we have problems with the fact that like Peter Jackson gave us a wonderful series of movies from books, and I think we all still go to movies thinking that that's going to happen again. But honestly, yeah. honestly, when was the last time that you got excited that somebody was making a movie about something that you knew about, like a, a cartoon, a comic book, or a, a regular book, or fuck even a short like mm. The I, Road. Ooh, yeah. Oh, That's a good yeah. one. Wow. I thought it was going to get a laugh, actually. <laughs> I liked The Road. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, you know, that's super the closest. happy story, but. <laughs> super happy fun times. <laughs> the book actually, uh, I don't know, the meaning behind it all is kind of an optimistic hmm. one. It's to keep the good in your heart, no matter yeah. what the circumstance are. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't take that away from that. <laughs> <laughs> I went, ah, oh, murder. That was fucked up. And I, I'm glad that uh, Guy Pierce picked up that kid, or else yeah. um, you See? know he would have died. Mm. But he carries the fire too. Oh, oh, that was very heartwarming. That was very sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's me. Um, so you guys aren't sportsmen, so we're not gonna be talking sports with you, gentlemen. Sportsmen. Sportsmen. Sports. Is that how you say it? Sports no, guys. I don't know. Sport. What? Sport. Uh, Is but we're Grand gonna... Theft Auto Five a sport? Yes, and that's where I was. That's sort of where I was oh, getting. Uh, that's where I was getting to. I was gonna jump into these video games here, and I know you've been playing a lot of GTA Five online. But I want to start with um, what uh, what are like your earliest memories of playing oh. video games, like, like home a, systems, or or any it could arcade be or? it could be an arcade. It could be at home. It could be oh oh, dude. I mean. I mean, you've got early memories that are the Atari 2600 mm-hmm. and, like, playing combat and, you know, getting that perfect bounce off of the wall and, like, winning. Uh, or the first time that you played Donkey Kong over and over and you realize it's never it's never going to end. It's never going to end. It's never going you're to never, end. You're never going to get past this. You're never going <laughs> to get uh, But then there's, there's, there's distinctly... Uh, me being, I, I, I really, I don't know my exact age at this time. Maybe, maybe ten. But there's like, no, maybe I, I had to be like thirteen, whatever. I, I, I was a young teenager, maybe at the most. But I, I uh, had discovered that drinking coffee made playing Ninja Gaiden way easier. I, I, I got I better. I, it, it, I, it gave me an edge. Yeah, Nintendo. It's very, Ninja very, very difficult game. Uh, and and it's a lot of timed jumps. It's a lot of like repetitive motion and like that caffeine. And I, I realized I was doing better. And I, I I told like a buddy of mine about it. And he came over and I was like, "We're gonna beat this game." That's and it was that's, like drinking that, coffee and just fucking powered through Ninja Gaiden. Something that I really love. And even though I don't have like a 
like a ton of experience playing those those type of game those retro games where um it's like you're platforming and shooting something or slicing something um i don't have a ton of experience in them but nowadays there's like a just a huge shift in like indie games that are they're putting out games that are like that yeah and uh i've those have been like the ones I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play that. It's not like the big game that came out. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play this $15 game that looks awesome, oh, yeah. like retro style. Like, Oh, that. yeah. There's like one out now called like a Sword, Sword Ego that is really similar to like the side scrolling, uh, you know, you use your sword, you jump around, you do spinning, you and know, sword it. tricks. And then, <laughs> no, then you, then you uh, level up and you get a fireball that comes out of your sword. Oh, well, uh, there you go. You know, so it's super fucking deluxe. Well, what, what the great thing about those is it's like the simplicity of just the jumping, slicing, and running to the next point. Like it's yeah. it's simple, but there's like there's oh, it's like maddening. A, it's no, like no, a no, complexity. There's a complexity to it that you gotta. Oh, um, I mean, you may, it'll make you you throw a controller at a television, punch yep. a wall. Swear at anything nearby. Yeah. Got an which angry gamer. Is I I. I, I <laughs> I, I'll I'll never forget like I I had uh, back to Nintendo again. I had uh, Mad Max the video game, which of course, you know, a lot of times they just slapped names on things and it was whatever. Yep. So it was like this very it's strange. Cruising. Yeah, <laughs> it was this very strange like car game mixed with like you could get out of the car at certain points and then you were like this dude with a little shotgun running around oh, on Nintendo uh, on Nintendo. Pretty, yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. I and, don't know and, this game. At and all. you would have to, uh, you would, the, the, the boss areas where you would get into these cities and you'd have to like crash all these cars and then there'd be like a mega boss car. And then after you crashed them, then you'd have like a shootout fight with them. Uh, and it was, it wasn't, it was one of those games that wasn't terribly difficult, except like there was this one level that was all of a sudden, more difficult than any of the levels before it. Yeah. And I got there and I could never get past it. Couldn't get past it. And I, I seriously, I didn't play the game for a year, put it down, didn't play it, nothing. And then like a year later, it's like my birthday or something. I'm like, Oh, oh I guess that's how sad I am. I'm play video games on my birthday. I was like, <laughs> I would play bad Max, and boom, beat it that day. And it was just like, Oh, like it, it was a, it was a weird sense of a video game accomplishment oh, back then that, Nobody cared about but me jumping up and down. Yeah. There's video of me at 10 years old with a mullet and a camouflage cutoff <laughs> shirt and with a, a toy gun running around the corner yelling to my brother with a stopwatch going, I just beat Pitfall 2 in 55 minutes. <laughs> 55 minutes? 55 hours is like low on a video game now. And for me... I've never. I've always lost interest in video games my whole life. Like we would have every system. I think the twenty six hundred Atari was a Christmas present to my dad. We had to have adult supervision. It was dad's present. That right. wasn't a kid's toy. Right. Um, and then Nintendo came along, and I, you know, you'd have fun playing Super Mario Brothers and shit like that. But it wasn't until I think um, I started working at Chuck E. Cheese, and when there were no kids around, and I was obligated to be in the costume. I was always given like 20 tokens. So in the costume, I would go play. You were Chucky? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, we're no, just no. like skipping over this? <laughs> this is old news. Here. Yeah, for like five years. Uh, Jesus. So I would go play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, with three shit, yeah. other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is what is, to this day, I still only play online multiplayer. Uh, GoldenEye was probably the next thing that came along where four of us can play at the same time. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. The the I've always felt an isolation of like playing video games by myself. I, I've never wanted to lose time in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's all it's always I, I realize it's always been about playing with other people, doing it together with other people, friends. Hmm. Co-op. I'll be damned. That's why I play GTA all the time, and that's why I don't give a shit about anything. Except until for GTA. Red Dead Redemption 2 comes oh, out. That's fuck. very soon. Yeah. Oh, this year. Not soon enough. Yeah, I know. It was last I'm year. Terrified. But it comes it it'll go it'll go. October quick. is going to be the day. Yeah. And that's perfect timing too. Yeah. It's uh I keep waiting to have the talk with my wife about it. About Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. Oh yeah. Are <laughs> you and having to move to a, a new console? <laughs> like, uh well, just like I, I might not be around for a couple of months. <laughs> just gonna play a lot of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Um, which uh, is kind of uh, which? Sorry, no. there was there was one more video yeah, game yeah, yeah. that I wanted to share. Absolutely, which was, uh, 
definitely there are flags in your life, whether you think that they're red flags or I guess the opposite of that are green flags. Uh, I was in college and uh, a buddy of mine who had been serving in Korea had moved in with us because he was going to college and he brought with him a PlayStation and a whole big thing of bootleg video games. Oh, wow. When bootleg video games, that was possible. Right. Uh, so he brought back like one of those big CD binders just full of it. Uh, and uh, 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 Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Uh, or maybe, one, I yeah. think it was, yeah, was just, it was outstanding. And it was amazing. And I was like, I, I just like, I would be in class and all I would think about is like getting home to play that video game. And then like I'd get home and I just sit there and play the video game until I passed out. And uh, at the time I actually had a girlfriend and I remember it was Christmas break and she had gone home for Christmas break and she would call me and I'd be playing the video game and like talking to her and just be like, so is this really that important? Or are you just wanting to like talk? <laughs> Cause I got, I'm kind of busy. Got, I've done that on this guy in I the got... last year. <laughs> I, I did that every day. She called for a week and I beat the shit out of that game. It was awesome. <laughs> Well, uh, solid snake. So, so you know, uh, Hideo Kojima, the guy that made all of those games, mm-hmm. um, was supposed to be working on a game with Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro until uh, this like huge dispute happened with uh, the company he was working with, Konami. Mm-hmm. And now he has a game coming out still featuring Guillermo del Toro, uh, um, uh, what, what Norman Reedus and um, Mads Mikkelsen. No. Uh, and it's called Death Stranding. Um, and it's going to be. I'm already sold. Mind I don't even care what Just it's about. Lead with Mads, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah done. I'll watch anything that dude's in. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be something. That guy's. That guy's very weird and odd. And uh, that cool. game's going to be. It won't come out for like another like three or four years. They just keep teasing. Oh. little things, but movies that come those. out in 2019 or on. I don't have faith that they're going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. No, it, it's and that's def- because of the movie industry. It's just the planet industry. It's like <laughs> this thing's never, <laughs> never coming out. Do you, do uh, either you have like a, like a particular, like favorite, favorite video game of all time? Like one that like you would, if you could, you just play it again. I've played Red Dead Redemption, the first one, probably six, seven times the story. The online got hacked early on and it was never great, but right. It did have gang matches that was awesome. GTA is my favorite game that I've been playing the longest, but Red Dead Redemption is a gorgeous, game. beautiful game. The music's really good. Oh, the music! Did you play? Good. Did you play the um, the when they released the whole separate zombie? Oh yeah, thing? Undead Nightmare. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've played that several best. times too. Yeah. Yeah, that game is fantastic. Yeah, it it is, and I mean that's the game that I I still go to currently like if it's like i need i need to play a video game like i need some time like i i still go to red dead redemption but in actuality like the hours put in in the game that like if there was only one game that i could ever play and i have to pick one I, it would be resident evil 4 oh oh yeah resident yeah, yeah. evil 4 was an outstanding shit out of me. yeah dude <laughs> i mean it's not open world like red dead redemption which you know allows you to play for more hours or like more interesting and dynamic feel, but like the, the the way that you upgraded the weaponry in it, the way that you collected items, and just the sheer terror. Like I love playing those video games, and I, I love it when I'm in a deep like Resident Evil Four fugue because then that's what I dream about as well. And then you're just like you're just killing zombies. I just all remember the, the time the first time you get into that house and or you leave you so you sneak around the house ha- and you go through the house and there's that one guy that attacks you. Uh-huh. But then you exit the house and as soon as you exit the house you just hear it's like what the fuck is that? And then all of a sudden this giant dude with a potato sack over his face and a chainsaw oh, running at so you and just terrifying. cut your head off. You're like, oh, all right. Oh, well, it, this I'm is dead. how it's going to be. It, yeah, you have like you have like no weapons and you just, just come to no you and just cut yeah, your just, head off. Yeah, just a just a pistol and you're like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I really... And I enjoyed uh, two and three as well. Uh, two, I played ridiculous amounts. And uh, five, six, and seven that's happened since then are really good. Actually, uh, seven's out right now and it's terrifying. And it's seven's really good. Yeah. It's, 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 first, like, it's first person now. And but you can also, yeah, yeah. You can so also play in terrifying. VR. Oh, oh gosh. shit. 
But really, <laughs> four is four is just just ah just fantastic. Yeah, and the I, way it's put together, the 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 multi matches. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think that the the good part about the newer one seven is that they they kind of went back to that. Like this game is scary as hell. Yeah. Good luck. Like it's well, things it, are going to be scarce. So. You're, you're right. Gonna, you it's, know, it's not the like horde. Like you yeah. get dropped in at five, and there's there's 200 fucking zombies and you don't like you don't know what to do Isn't like that, it's just like coming at you yeah and they're just like running at you yeah which Ugh. you know which thank you 28 days later you you were talking earlier about mm. the being on the edge of your seat and that was That's that was an early one for it. me yep. that like when it happened i had never comprehended the idea of a running zombie the left for dead games are the reason i bought an xbox oh I my roommate had moved in and he was playing uh, the Left 4 Dead first Left 4 Dead mm-hmm. and I was like he was playing with my brother and I'm like what are you doing you kept you're playing with my brother I got to get one of these yeah and Left 4 Dead and then Left 4 Dead two they mm, were amazing games amazing some of the are best first like, person shooters are those the ones you could like use anything no like, no it's okay. okay so like it's uh it's like a usually it's a four player team um and each character has sort of like their own abilities and stuff but you have weapons and uh basically your 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 point is to everything zombie infested and you have to get through this place and get out yeah get to a safe house or yeah Mm -hmm. a safe house where you can like kind of it it is a tribute to the movie genre uh each chapter is has a movie poster like there's no mercy and then it has like getting out alive will be the task that these you know uh, Blood Forest and something like that. And they have these like awesome movie posters for mm-hmm. each one you choose. Uh, and they have the slow Romeros and they have 28 Days Later. They're covering all of the, the film genre. The, the big fat ones that when they get close to you, they explode. Yeah. Oh, boomers. Those are the those worst. Are yeah, boomers. <laughs> but the online uh, is, it doesn't get out of control. Like I, when I played Halo with my brother, I'm like, there's too many people doing too much here. Yeah. This is four on four. Like you're the survivors, See, awesome. and then the other four are the special infected, like boomers, for example. That's right. And, and I like the uh, I like the uh, I like the, the idea of the specialized uh, characters. Oh, I, we, I always dug that. The uh, personalities of these characters. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're one liners and stuff yeah. are always really great because they're going for that. Bill's the ex vet that's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he's just grumpy about everything. Well, I it picked him. <laughs> I was always uh, Lewis. It makes it nice this. when you. Uh, Sorry, no, 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 please. no, no. You're I talking insist. about the game. I'm talking about nope. uh, beyond the game. He was always like grabbing peels. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like it when there's. Uh, I like it when you have the specialty characters that happen that you have to use so that because it's nice because you play one character for a while and maybe you can stick with it forever. But I, I remember uh, like with Wolfenstein 3D when it first happened and there were the online games where you could be the allies or the Axis and then there was like lieutenants. Engineers, snipers, grunts, whatnot, and right. so you had different selections of stuff. And so you know, you play grunt for a while because you got any weapon you wanted, and it was crazy. And then you like get bored of doing that, so you're like, I'll be a lieutenant and I'll pass out ammo. And then after a while, like you get really good at like killing everybody, and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna be a medic. I'm not gonna kill anybody. <laughs> you take it easy. Yeah. I'm just gonna like I'm gonna keep everybody alive. Is uh, all I'm gonna yeah. do. One like, thing on that Left for Dead, uh, Valve made Left for Dead, which yeah. did the uh, Half Life. Yes. Which is another amazing first person game and Half Life Two. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And you just mentioned Wolfenstein. I was gonna say, um, even though you don't play the solo things as much, those those new Wolfenstein games, New Order and New Colossus, um, I are heard those. they are like I want to play those. They are like watching a really well-made um, grindhouse movie. Nice. Like, that's what it... Like, and you're, but you're playing it. That sounds great. Yeah, because all the story and cutscenes are, like, excellent, and the characters are great. Um, and then, otherwise, you're running around killing Nazis. That's a, <laughs> You can't help <laughs> but say that like Brad Pitt. That's killing awesome. Nazis. I, I mean, that's, that's how I got into playing Wolfenstein 3D, because I, I was broke, and I needed to, like... I was like, I need to not go out to the bars for a month. I need to like not party for a month. I need to stay home. So I need to like buy a video game and stay home. Right. And so like I'm on my way to GameStop and I only have so much money and I'm like, what am I going to do? Like I like to kill, I like to shoot zombies. Like shooting zombies is awesome. But man, I love shooting Nazis too. Like what the hell am I going to do? And then boom, Wolfenstein 3D. What are you killing? 
Nazi zombies. It's the best it was awesome. of both worlds. It was hey, perfect. I don't want to get started on how much money my Xbox has saved me. Like, it has been a damn good investment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, one last thing on video games. Uh, yep. The Arkham Batman games. I've played all those. Ooh. I love all those Ooh. games. Yeah. Those, that's not a multi- multiplayer. No, that's a... Oh, those yeah, were that's amazing. Story-driven. Yeah. It's, it kind of like gives you the more, oh, Batman's a detective and not just a guy exactly. who kicks people's ass. Yeah. You know, but when he kicks ass, ass is a lot of fun. fun. <laughs> I love that you both. Whoa, Bill! Hey. <laughs> well, guys, uh, thank you for coming on to the first episode. Thanks for having us on. I want to keep talking all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish we could. Just I kidding. wish we could. I don't. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, thank you to Crane for for uh, Crane Brewing for giving oh, yeah. us some beers. What were we drinking? Because yeah. that was awesome. Uh, was that, that was sour? the that was the Barry Weiss. Nice. Very, yeah, that very was tasty. Del- delicious. And yeah. I'll have uh, some giveaways, some shirts, and some glasses and things to give away later. Um, but thank you for coming on uh, to the first episode, and uh, thank you for uh, letting me be a part of this. Chris, you did a great job. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> you.